Hello and welcome to Strat News Global. I am Subrat Nanda and joining me is Kamal Dev Bhattarai, Kathmandu-based journalist writing on political and foreign affairs. And today we will talk about some recent political developments in Nepal. Kamal, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much, Subrat, for having me in your show. He has a peculiar situation where the Prime Minister has been expelled from his own party. Is this position tenable? Uh, actually, uh, you, you, you use the word peculiar, but actually it is not a peculiar situation. If you see the history of the party split in Nepal, uh, we, we have seen so, several such cases and so, such situations. What happens is that when there is a dispute between uh, inside any parties, then the first uh, they part their ways, then the uh, second route is finding a legal and constitutional way. Actually, what is happening right now is that the the Communist Party is almost uh, split and it takes some time for the completion of the legal situation. And both factions are claiming the uh, official party, that is Nepal Communist Party. They are claiming the official name and title. So they are expelling each other. And the, and the recent situation is that, as you mentioned, that the, uh, the Prachanda and Madhukubar Nepal faction have expelled KP Sharma Oli. Now it is up to the elections co- election commission to decide who is the official chairman or, or the president of the party. I mean, uh, president and name of the uh, Nepal Communist Party could go either in the fold of the uh, K.P. Sharma Oli or the Pushwa Kamal Dal and Madhakwa Nepal, the, another faction of the party. Right from the start, the two components of the NCP didn't seem to get along well. Oli refusing to honor the power-sharing deal, the NCP got a thumping majority in the 2018 elections. Has that mandate been squandered by leaders putting their own political interests before public good? Yeah, you, you, are, you are absolutely correct because the root of the current problem is the power-sharing dispute between the Pushakamal Dal and Prime Minister K.P. Sharma Oli. Then the dispute over the power-sharing escalated and the party reached to, on the bars of the split. And actually, in 2018, uh, Nepali people voted Nepal Communist Party with the hope of the political and the economic prosperity. Only political instability in the last 30 years and uh, which seriously hampered uh, economic development and people's life. And after the gap of the 30 years, Nepal received a political stability. But due to the uh, power struggle between two leaders, I, 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 I can say that the, it is the result of the power sharing dispute between two leaders, between and KP Oli, and uh, due to the power sharing dispute, uh, Prime Minister KP Sharma Oli dissolved the parliament uh, before it completed its five years tenure. And the it 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 is really I, I say it is it is a betrayal. It is it is a kind of betrayal to the common people. Betrayal. People are feeling betrayed because they had hoped that the political stability could prevail under the leadership of the Nepal Communist Party, who is secured almost two third majority in the history of. Nepal, you know, since 1959, when BP Kerala secured two-third uh, mandate in parliament, no prime minister has received such a huge mandate. And it was the huge opportunity there. That is why there was a huge expectations from the people level. But the uh, all those expectations and the hope has been disappeared now. Prime Minister Oli recommended dissolution of the lower house, as you just mentioned. And what is even curious is the president accepting it in no time. The constitution that was drafted just 
five years ago has checks and balances for such arbitrary moves. Yet all of that was disregarded and now it's left to the judiciary. Yeah, you are absolutely correct. There are two parts. We have to see these precedental move in two ways. First, you are correct that the soon after the proposal regarding the dissolution of the parliament in president's office, President Vidyadevi Bhandari immediately in she could have consulted with legal experts or even she could have consulted with the judiciary and other people about the legality and constitutionality of the uh, president's move to dissolve the parliament. Then the second issue is that at the same time, we have to be very uh, clear that the under the current uh, power uh, constitution, uh, uh, there are very few rooms that the president can uh, reject any recommendation made by the prime minister's she could have consulted with the legal experts but if you see the legal and in a constitutional way then the president actually cannot disregard the proposal uh, forwarded by the uh, prime minister's office this is the situation but there are criticisms that the president even did not consult even with the prime minister did she did not advise prime minister to withdraw or rethink uh, that is why the president's office has been uh, drawn. It is up to the Supreme Court decide. And though parties are on the street demanding to revive the house, I think uh, now uh, Supreme Court decides that's the future course of Nepal. Coming to the border dispute, you have a new map ratified by Nepal's parliament that has some areas that India has objections to. Is there a way forward? I, I think uh, it takes a long time to settle the uh, border dispute. I don't see any chances of the reaching consensus uh, about the border of map, map issues between two countries. As you said that, as it is already a part of the constitution, there are very little room for the negotiations. The only expectation from Nepali side is that the India can withdraw its troops from the Kalapani area. So uh, as there was all party consensus to amend the constitutions, then the, there is again need of the all-party consensus if uh, there is new agreement between two countries. So uh, I don't see the prospects of the immediate progress in the near future. Only uh, what I, another thing is that only the top political leadership, I think only the negotiation at the level of the prime ministers of the two countries can only find the solution of the, the border dispute. Now, coming to the elections, there's fear among the section of the people there that the government may willfully delay the elections on one pretext or the other. Is that a possibility? Yeah, what I, what I see is that if you count the number, we have just 94 days to reach the first phase of the elections. And uh, Supreme Court is yet to deliver its verdict and the political parties are not mentally prepared for the elections. And it seems that the it could take some time. It could take some time to for the Supreme Court to give the final verdict. So I don't think uh, election will happen within the stipulated time frame. And the situation is also confusing, you know. If Supreme Court revives the parliament, then the, then the country would take the another course. If parliament endorses prime minister's decision to go for the elections, it is not easy for holding the elections because other parties, even if Supreme Court tells, uh, even if Supreme Court endorses Prime Minister's plan to go for the elections, there will be dispute among the parties on who will lead the government. I think uh, the parties which are outside the government may not go to the elections under the leadership of the KPOLI. They may demand all party government 
if you see the recent history when the first constituent assembly was dissolved in 2013 there was a long dispute among the political parties over the leadership of the government that conducts the election so uh, i don't think uh, election will happen uh, on the date that prime minister has recommended but sooner or election will be election is the only options because election may take in november next november Uh, may take in november but uh, i don't think election will take within the stipulated time there's a feeling here in india of uh, prime minister only having drifted too far towards china is that the sense you get there uh, uh, what i what i sense or what i analyze is that uh, yes it uh, if if you if you if, if you had asked me this question 6 or 7 months ago there was some out true but Uh, now i don't think he is drifted to china actually but what i what i what i see is the dpoli is trying to seek or trying to get the support of the india for holding the elections i think uh, the recent moves if you see the if you, yeah, yeah we have seen that the even after the government turned into a caretaker government then the foreign minister pradeep gyanoli visited india to participate in nepal india joint commission though yeah. it appears that it is a routine it is a routine meeting but the uh, actually the purpose of the visit was the to seek the support of the india for holding the elections or only is trying to get the support of uh, india for holding the elections looking back at all that has happened domestically plus over chinese interference in nepal's political affairs do you think nepal was better off as a monarchy uh my, my uh, what i think is that uh, you you are true that the in the in the if you see uh, the activities of the chinese ambassador in kathmandu or the visit of the chinese high level chinese delegation is nepal we, we can certainly say that the china is involving in the internal political affairs of nepal that is true and uh, uh, we have also seen that the china work china encouraged two communist party to united then after the unification of the two communist party it tried to keep the party united and uh, but ultimately china's effort was not fruitful i think basically there is uh, chinese uh, presence or chinese engagement in the ruling nepal communist party has increased but uh, so far as the regarding the questions of the monarchy my answer would be no there are no chances of the revival of the monarchy or the there are no expectations that the country would be in better of situation if there is the revival of the monarchy however what i see is that the demands for the hindu state might increase in the coming days you have seen that in the last 3 months a lot of pro monarchist forces are holding demonstrations in the kathmandu even if you see that the there are growing voices inside the major ruling parties that the nepal should be a hindu state or if it is not possible to make the hindu state uh, let's remove the secularism or such kinds of the discussions i i don't see the revival of the monarchy but what i see is that the voices of the uh, pro hindu forces will be even become louder in the coming days on that note kamal thanks very much for your time it was pleasure talking to you uh, yeah thank you very much it was pleasure talking with you